Okay, welcome to Weekend Wire episode 58-ish. It's my estimation. We were off last week. We're busy people. We are. Especially you. Me, not so much. Really? I thought you are still pretty busy. Eh. Yeah. I'm toned down a bit. Okay. You have, yeah, like, a, uh... you have like a real job. Um, yeah, and a lot of games, a lot of college lacrosse games to watch, study. <laughs> study. So, uh, study. It's been Do you track them? Do you like? Oh yeah, dude. I like. I've done film reviews. I like. I watch film now, actually, which is like weird, but like it's kind of fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I just I'm trying to figure out lacrosse too because it's it's a weird sort of sport. It's a weird game. Really it is. <laughs> I literally asked this one dude who's also from Texas. He's from the Woodlands. And yeah. I was like, dude, can you explain some of these penalties to me? And he's like, yeah, like, I don't even know what they mean. So I was like, okay. Like, and he plays. If, if that's the case, like, and he plays. Yeah. He starts. So, like, I don't even know what to do. Um, but <laughs> it's a good time. <laughs> okay. Well, um, so you did, you did watch this Clippers-Lakers game today. I did. Good. That's so did I. I. Wait, what? There we go. That's what I did with my afternoon. Me too. Um, yeah. I love the Sunday showcase games. Because I can yeah. never, like, I don't know about you, I never watch the ones on Saturday night on ABC. Nah. And the the 2.30 games are always, like, fun. And mm-hmm. I feel like it's Lakers a lot, which makes sense. But, um, yeah. Anyway. So, round three. Clippers Lakers, uh, Clippers won the first two games. Both of them were, one of them was on Christmas. One of the other was on opening night. But this time, the Lakers were able to win. What did you see that you think attributed to that the most? Um, I think especially in the first half, like AD just kind of could get a bucket. And even in the second half, he could just kind of get a bucket whenever he wanted to. Um, Kawhi didn't seem to bother him a whole lot. Um, Kawhi didn't really seem to bother LeBron or him. Yeah, it was a weird It was a weird game for Kawhi. Like, he yeah. he was really struggling until the fourth, and they had, like, ten points. But, like, LeBron seemed yeah. like he could score on him whenever he wanted to. And, like, Pretty much. just being really passive. I think he'll, he only he didn't have any assists. He had, like, two rebounds. Um, and, and, like, part of that was also, like, his teammates just missing shots. But, like, because I, I think, like, Marcus Morris had a point. Yeah. And no, he was bad. He had, like, two, maybe four. So, yeah, like, they, they were both pretty bad. Lou, at least, like, I, like, he was doing, like, he was active. But Morris, like, I feel like I just noticed him when he, like, messed up on defense or something. The thing about <laughs> Lou was they kept him in. They were... They like kept him in in the closing moments of the game, and like, and, they couldn't. and he was getting worked. Oh yeah, the Lakers. Lakers would just run pick and roll with LeBron and get the switch, and then it's like Lou Williams guarding LeBron, which is the like might be the worst defender on their entire roster. Like, yeah, 
I think that's that was a big that was a big problem. And then you, about oh, the yeah. Morris thing that you mentioned, yeah, <laughs> I remember he he when he got his one point of the night in the fourth quarter, and they showed his they showed his stat line. He's over nine. Yeah, it's like a it's like the Trevor Ariza performance in the twenty eighteen game seven, <laughs> the over twenty seven game from the Rockets. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is uh. I mean, Avery Bradley was great. He had 24. Um, he, he had, like, what, seven threes, I think? Yeah, yeah. He was he was great, especially in the first half. And then the they were talking about this on the broadcast a little bit. Kuzma on defense was, like, kind of pretty decent. Like, he did some good stuff. Yeah. Usually he's the guy that they're attacking. And, um, yeah, he was, he was effective, I thought. Yeah. Lakers as a whole on defense, honestly, the entire game, they were pretty intense. Um, I also thought that the atmosphere of this game was really weird. Like the Clipper, the whole Clippers home game aspect of it. Yeah. And it, it, for some reason, I watched the opening night game too, and it was a Clippers home game and it, it didn't feel as weird as this one did. But like, maybe because it was, maybe because I hadn't seen a game in a while at the start of the season, but like. It's just weird, like you, like you have like like the Clipper, the Clippers, the Clippers will be playing defense, right? And it's like the defense chat you can like vaguely, vaguely hear, and like when you. Go, it's like it was a recorded defense chant, you know. Yeah. People weren't actually saying it. The crowd noise is just nothing, and it's just it's just like it's like silent almost, and it's it's really yeah. it's strange to watch a game, and then you like you notice, like I don't know, I thought I thought they had a pretty wild broadcast today. Like even for them, like Van Gundy and Mark Jackson, like the part with them. I don't. Were you watching when they when they were just arguing with uh, Steve Jabby for like four minutes? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that part was wild. Like, Jabby was getting intensely defensive. I, I I like I like to see that out of Jabby. Usually, I think he's too <laughs> passive. He's like. They're like, and now we go to Jabby in Secaucus, New Jersey. And he's like, yeah, it's a block. Oh, that was that. Yeah. I was about to say that. That is that yeah, shit yeah. is so good. But then, like the next time they brought him on, he disagreed with the call. Yeah. So <laughs> for people listening, uh, Rosillo's tweet, um, Ryan Rosillo. If you're unfamiliar, he's like a sports media guy. Works for the Ringer now. He tweeted. Oh. Um, he tweeted it, and now let's bring in Steve Javi, who never disagrees with anything. <laughs> yeah. And it's kind of true. It, it, it's kind of true. It kind of is. He's got to stick up for his boys, though. No, he does. Because JVG is coming at him all the time. Um, and then Mike Breen's just kind of, like, sitting there, like, shut the hell Mike up. Mike Breen's trying to talk about the game the whole time, too. Mike Breen's like, come on, on the drive. And JVG's like, I don't understand how that if you're moving in the restricted area, but your left foot is not, it's like, oh, man. It's, it's, so cool. it's so, like, arbitrary. I don't know. I, I still I still like the ABC broadcast team just for stuff like this because I think it's very entertaining. Yeah. Like, it's more entertaining than, like, I, I don't know, Chris Webber. Like, I don't even know what Chris Webber says, man, half the time. Him? Do you think he's worse than Reggie Miller or better? I, like, I Reggie's grown on me. But, like, Chris Webber, I can't stand. Um... <laughs> Who else is there? Marv. 
Oh God, Marvin's. You know as good as Ian Eagle, and they don't really give him a lot of work. Yeah. He. Uh, like, he's doing other stuff, I think. Yeah, he does like other sports, but Marv yeah. will just like mistake players for other players, yeah. and, and it's bad. it's bad. Yeah, like it'll be like Montrez Harrod will be like, and there's Fareed going. It's like no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's like it's like Joe Buck calling the Patriots Super Bowls with all the white receivers. Um, oh God. Anyway, so this 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 Lakers win and them beating the Bucks on Friday, which we can talk about in a second. Um, I didn't watch that game. I didn't watch that game either, but I I, I watched a lot of clips from it and I watched like some breakdowns and stuff like that. Um, okay. But. Now, it seems like the 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 shift from the national national perspective has been that the Lakers are the number one title favorite, and I don't know if you think that. Obviously, they had a great weekend. They beat the two top five teams in the league. Right. I think we can say that. Um, but it's being fueled by this. I think stupid LeBron for MVP thing. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. No chance. Are you kidding me? I, just all it takes is one look at the stats and you you realize you just look at the numbers. Giannis is like 29, 14 and 6. Yeah. In like thir- in like 30 minutes a game. Yeah. It's it's just like, not even close. No, no comparison. And Milwaukee lost today. Without Giannis, to yeah. the Phoenix. So, like, so that's bad. You want to talk about yeah. value, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, you should know better than anybody. That's that's a bad loss. That is a terrible loss. That's embarrassing. Well, what like, your, boy, your boy your uh, boy Aaron Baines the other night was scorching. Oh, yeah. Better stat line than Giannis that night. <laughs> I know. <Yeah>. I was... <laughs> He, he was hitting like step back threes, it's like was, nine for fourteen. It's like some yeah. my oh, career yeah. type numbers. Um, <laughs> I, I, yes, I thought that uh, everything that I saw about that Bucks game versus the Lakers was just that LeBron was really good. So was Davis, and the Bucks just missed a shit ton of threes. Yeah, that that sounds like the way the Bucks would do. And now, <laughs> like. Everyone's doing this I told you so thing on the Bucks that we like to do with like Denver, which is actually warranted. <laughs> like if it, the the whole regular season versus playoff thing, yes, it's very real, but I don't think you can say that yet when they have the best record in the league. It's not like they're and like it, I think it would be different if if our our expectations weren't so high. For the Bucks, for for any of these teams, where it's like, oh, if they don't yeah. win the title, then it's a failure. It's like, it's like really, like it's fucking hard to do that. Like, <laughs> um, I'm yeah, sure I mean, they would like, agree. I mean, yeah, no, it's it's kind of a problem, and like it's a large part of because I've seen a lot of like w- like the type of rumors where it's like, if the Bucks don't win this year, then Giannis is gone. Like, you know, like is it if Denver doesn't win this year. Is Jokic gone? Like, you know, like, all that kind of stuff starts popping up. And it's like, 
<laughs> can't see Jokic forcing his way out of anything. Yeah, fair. Uh, <laughs> but, like, it's just, like, it's so reactionary to one season, and it's, like, it's there's about, what, five, six teams this year that could win the title? Yeah. And, like, even if those teams, if five of those teams don't win the title, that doesn't mean they should blow it up. Like, I think this is going to be probably the closest playoffs we've had in years. Mm-hmm. But, and the two, the four teams, I guess, that make the conference finals, I don't think any of those teams can end up unhappy. No, definitely not. Like, even if you're the Lakers, and it's like, yeah, like, the expectation of the title, like, if you make the conference finals and you lose to the Clippers in seven games, like, like how unhappy can you really be? You know? Yeah. No, I agree with you on that. And the, the point the point you made about Giannis, like, the reactionary stuff, him wanting to leave, that doesn't make any yeah. sense either. Because if you look at the Bucks roster... You can make the argument that every single player they have was better than they were last year. Oh yeah, and maybe like that though. Yeah, true. I'll give you that one. And um, if if that's what's if that's the blueprint for like improving, um, like the continuity aspect that we have with like the Jazz and Denver. Where they're getting a little bit better every year, but the Bucks are already so far up there that like a little bit better can mean a lot. I right. think that it's it's worth like he's got. I mean, he's got two years left on his deal, doesn't he? He's, uh, it's twenty. Yeah. It's twenty twenty one. So it's not like he's just gonna force a trade. Like they're not gonna trade him. Yeah. They have this year and next year minimum, and. If the young guys on that team get better, if Middleton takes a leap, I mean Middleton. People underrate Middleton all the time, and they say he's not a he's not a good second option. But if you if your first option is a top three player in the league, then like the your second option doesn't have to be like a top ten player. You know, like it's it's different. Exactly. Yeah. Every, every team is different, and. Um, the Bucks, their competition in the East. Um, your, do you stand by your um, your pick of them not making the conference finals? Uh, yeah. I mean, like again, depending on how the seeds work out, but yeah, I don't think that they'll make the conference finals. So that that Heat game was good for you then. Yeah, the Heat game was great. I love that. No, that I I thought I thought that was that was more concerning for the Bucks than the Lakers game was because the way they were able to defend Giannis, like, yeah, I mean, you could see it yeah. in the game one of the Celtics last year that when they, you build a wall and everyone sort of cheats off their man a little bit just to mm-hmm. stop him from getting downhill. But yeah, that's like, that's an ugly looking stat line. I'm just going back and like looking at it and like 13 and 15 and he shot six for 18 and like no threes. That, yeah, it was ugly. I mean, it was just, it's out of bio. It's a credit to him, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that, that, I mean, the Heat, the Heat are good on defense just in general. Right. And the Raptors, and I guess the Celtics to a degree, like, showed the blueprint for how to defend Milwaukee last year. Yeah. And most teams don't have the personnel to do that. And I think the biggest problem with, say like the Clippers if they end up in the finals against the Bucks is that I don't think they have the personnel to do what the Raptors did last year on defense but 
I like Miami definitely can. I think Toronto might be able to replicate it to some success. Did you watch that that Bucks Toronto game? Uh, from when? It's like it was like a week and a half ago. Maybe it was on TNT. I don't think I don't think so. Okay, I I watched some of it and it was it. The Raptors were missing Norman Powell and Gasol. Yeah. But they kind of stuck with it and um the game like it was pretty close until like the fourth and um it was just like a really physical like hard-nosed playoff game felt is what it felt like to me um and the bucks were kind of just like almost bullying the raptors inside by the end but um like divincenzo was like grabbing offensive rebounds and um they were forcing the Raptors to kind of shoot threes, which is an interesting strategy, especially today, because um, you would think that that would not be the way to do this. But it kind of is, because when you do that, you're taking away the top two most efficient ways of scoring, which are free throws and layups. Yeah. But you're not taking away the number three most efficient way, which is the three-pointers. So you can't, I mean, like you can't have it all, but... It's, it's it's interesting how they do that, and I think they can get away with that because of how long they are. But I, I do I do agree with you with the the thing about the the heat giving them problems. I think I think they I think that's real. Right, and now now it's just a matter of when do the heat run into the box. Well, right. they it looks like they're gonna. It looks like the heat we're gonna have to play the Sixers in the first round, but. Now the Sixers have dropped to that sixth seed, where right. they would where they would be facing the Celtics, which I think is where where you would want to be if you're a Sixers fan because the matchup is mm-hmm. so good. Um, that means the Heat would be playing the Pacers. I think the Heat can take care of the Pacers. So do I. <laughs> um, yeah. So then, yeah, that gets you that one four matchup in the second round, and that would that would be interesting. I uh, yeah, that, that's all I'm saying. That. I, I think if the Bucks have to play either the Heat or if they end up having to play the Sixers, depending on how the seeding work out, that's not a fun matchup, and that that's probably the most losable matchup they have. If we're going, I mean, if we're doing this, then you could see the Raptors making the finals again. Yeah, no, they could totally like, like I don't, I don't want to say like accidentally make the finals, but like yeah, like if the matchup yeah. doesn't work out the right way, like they could have a relatively nice, easy path to the finals. Because, like, I'm not worried about facing Brooklyn in the first round if I'm them. No, definitely um, not. And then you, you've you got the... I mean, you're playing the Sixers in the second round or the Celtics. I'd be more comfortable with them playing the Sixers, I think. So would I. But, I mean, even against the Celtics, like... I, I don't know. I, I have my worries about the Celtics. Like, Tatum's really come out and, like, had a great season, and I think we were both a little bit low on him last year, and, like, even to start this year, and I think we're mm-hmm. both kind of off the mark with that, I guess. Um, but he's, like, turned it on that I don't know how that translates into a playoff series. Yeah, I, I think the, I think the if, if the Raptors were to play the Sixers, it would just turn into this defensive battle, and I think the Raptors would come out on top, because the Sixers' right. offense would just stall. Yeah. Oh yeah, and uh, I, I mean, all of this depends on Ben Simmons being healthy. You know, he has that back issue that the reporting is very 
like yeah shoddy about and we don't really know what's going on with that and if he's not back for the playoffs i think the celtics probably take that first round matchup yeah and then it's an interesting series between the celtics and the raptors um yeah like i i don't know i i don't know how i feel about the celtics is what i'll say i think i think the raptors have the have a big size and physicality advantage on the celtics if that happens but yeah the lack of like I think the offense, the I think the Celtics offense is definitely better. I'm just, I think the Raptors right. could just be able to shut them down. Um, yeah, people are just kind of forgetting about the Raptors. But if 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 the Bucks are not living up to expectations like you think they will, then there's no. I mean, there's a there's a pretty clear path for them to get to the finals again. Right. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's the thing that I'm I'm worried if. If the Raptors end up having to play Milwaukee in the conference final, I, again, then I don't know. I, I think Milwaukee probably comes out of that. But yeah. I think the bigger challenge for Milwaukee is getting to that point. Okay. Um, so who would you have as your title favorite then? I still have the Clippers. I'm still unmoved on Okay, that. I'm with you. Yeah. We agree. Cause I, I, know, I saw a lot of Twitter takes today. That like the Lakers are like undisputed kings now of the West, and like I think Nick Wright, who like first of all like I probably shouldn't look at anything Nick Wright says, but like <laughs> I do, and it pisses me off. Yeah. <laughs> and he had this thing that was like, oh, like the the two earlier wins that Clippers fans were banking on, like uh, like the two fourth quarter wins, basically is what he called them. No, um, yeah, no, I saw that. Anymore. Well, yeah, like they don't matter anymore, and I'm like, all right. First of all, today's game was sort of a fourth quarter win. That's I good. Um, I was about to say that. Right, and then like second of all, it's like, like did the two wins just get like erased from like everyone's memory? Like, is, is that, like what's going on here? Like you're still losing the season. Like it's still two one. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I agree with you. Uh, so like today's game alone should not be like, oh yeah, the Lakers are better than the Clippers. Like it, it happens. Like, how many times is Avery Bradley going to score, or is going to hit? Seven? Exactly. That was, like, the biggest anomaly in the whole game. And yeah. I also thought Kawhi just being, like, a little passive was also weird. Yeah. And then, like, Paul George got kind of passive towards the end of the game, when I thought he should be taking more shots. I just thought they weren't giving him they weren't giving him the ball enough. Yeah. Like, in the, first, like was, the first half, he was cooking, and, like... Oh, yeah. Um... I think the, the only concern about the Clippers that I would have is the is the Morris thing, and him just wanting right. to be part of the making these big decisions and big games. But um, I but he's not necessarily going to be closing out games. I true. I I think I think they think Rivers could make some adjustments. I think I think yeah. he's still a good player. That that Clippers Rockets game on Thursday, where the Clippers just go into Houston and beat them by 20. Yeah. Um, a lot of people were just saying, well, the Rockets are never going to win when they shoot seven for 42 on threes, which is their worst percentage in a game since 2017. Jesus. But um, the Clippers kind of had this interesting strategy that was working. So, and if you can imagine this in your head, so Harden has the ball on the right wing, right? They're shading him to his right. So they're trying to force him to go right. Kawhi is guarding the guy in the weak side corner, so the left side corner. And so he's cheating off his man 
to sort of clog the Harden's penetration if Harden decides to go with his right hand. And then if you if the Rockets put Westbrook on the weak side, um, the, on so on the opposite side of where Harden is, um, Beverly can guard him and play center field between Westbrook and the shooter in the corner who's usually like P.J. Tucker, Daniel House, someone like that, which is... And he's gonna pick. He's gonna pick to if the pass comes. He's gonna pick to contest the shot from Tucker or House, the guy in the corner, instead of Westbrook. So you're allowing Westbrook a three if he wants it. And then if you're Harden, by the way, good luck trying to like pass through the weak, pass all the way to the weak side corner without getting it deflected by Kawhi. So they did that a couple times, and it it really seemed to work. And get the Rockets out of their rhythm because like before this, the biggest story in the league the past like two weeks was the Rockets experiment just like working. And I I mean, I'm a fan of it. We've talked about this together. I just, everyone has their doubts, you know? Yeah. Um, It it looks good against a lot of teams. I I know they've been struggling recently, but I think that's also like partially, more because like Harden's not really been that great. Harden's just in like a slump. Shot. It's 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 yeah. That's what's happening. But like I don't think it's their like it's not a flaw with how the team is made up. Yeah. No, you're giving um, you're giving away. You're you're giving and taking stuff. And I I think the right. Clippers are the the nightmare matchup for them too. Right. Because they can go small and, think, and blow them out of the water. And like yeah, we've talked about that too, and I mean like it's, like it's funny that like it did come to like fruition in that game that like yeah the Clippers blew them out, um, which is sort of I think what we expected, maybe not a blowout but like definitely a Clippers win. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean like I, I think going back to like today's game at least when you look at the Clippers, and the reason that like I think I still have them especially as title favorites is like. When you look at the way the Lakers are made up, it's a lot of outside of LeBron and AD, and I think the um, I think it was Mark Jackson that brought it up too. Is like when they get into their offensive sets, like half court sets, without LeBron on the floor, even if AD is on there, it like doesn't quite work because like the spacing is sort of there depending on who's out there, um, but like they don't really have anyone else that can create. No, they're yeah. It's true. And, like, if you want to get someone to create on the floor, then you kind of have to bring on Rondo, I guess. And Rondo's a disaster. And, like, then he's shooting. Rondo has not been good for them this entire year. And right. he keeps playing. Vogel keeps playing him. And it's just, it's just stupid. But, but, like, I think it's partially, like, he has to play him because it's like, well, Danny Green's not going to create his own shot. Kuzma, eh. And then, like, there's only so many times you can, like, feed it into Anthony Davis. Yeah. Like, I thought Harold did a surprisingly okay job down there. Um, Zubat just got cooked. But like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think everyone was expecting that. Uh, but I, I, like, it's kind of a problem for the Lakers in terms of, yeah, like when LeBron's on the floor, which is not going to be the case too much in the playoffs. Um, but then like LeBron's just going to be gassed. So I, like, I'm more worried about the Lakers. Yeah. The Clippers, like you look through that team, it's like, I saw like Reggie Jackson had a little period of the game where like he was just even he can up. yeah even he um, could do that no it's a good point and right and like you you have 
have so many guys you can just go to, and it's like late in the shot clock, five seconds left. That's how the Raptors won the, the freaking title. Yeah. That's yeah. that's a big thing. Well, I'm, lo- I'm looking at the at the West standings right now, and the thing that just happened is the Rockets lost and the Thunder won today, so Houston's in the sixth, sixth seed now, which means potentially round uh, if they were to um, beat the Nuggets in round one and then play the Clippers in round two, that's not an easy path for them. I think they would rather play the Lakers. Because um, yeah. we saw, I mean, we've seen in these that Rockets Lakers game that it kind of got them, uh, it kind of messed with the Lakers a little bit trying to post up Davis. And I think I think Davis is actually a little. He's not he's not great at, at uh, taking advantage of these mismatches down low. He's a little passive sometimes. Yeah, it w- it was a problem. He's he's either passive or he forces stuff. It was it was a problem in, against the Celtics. When when Tatum had like forty one points in that Sunday yeah. game, and it was a problem against the Rockets too, it like sort of stagnates their offense. Um, I think another thing that you can look at if you're if you're trying to pick the Clippers over the Lakers and um, thinking about ways you could justify that is um, just LeBron's free throw shooting. Oh yeah, it's just bad. He's shooting. He's he was he was good at it today, but his his he's great today. But that's a anomaly. Yeah, he he's seventy percent this this season. Mm-hmm. And like, that's just not like you could totally see. Like, it's happened in big games already this year. He's just he'll hit just one out of two, and it gives the other team a chance to win the game. Yeah. Um. And surprisingly, today, like it was the Clippers that missed a ton of free throws. Um, yeah. Because I know, yeah, like Morris missed a couple, I think. Well, Harrell was going to the line left and right, it felt like. And he just couldn't make And he, wouldn't, and he wasn't making them, yeah. yeah. Um, even Kawhi had like a weird miss. Um, that was like way short. So, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It was, that, that's why, like, I, I don't know. Like, I don't think it's right to take a lot from this game. No, I, I, I don't think you... you pe- people are acting like... They can take away twice the amount of stuff that they could from the first two, and I honestly, th- I thought the Christmas game was a little more indicative of like what this is going to look like than this game was, mm-hmm. just because like Kawhi sort of taking over and the Lakers having that lead. Like Kuzma, I remember Kuzma getting hot in that game, and the Lakers were up by like twelve at the end of the first half, and then Clippers shot creating and. Stuff just took over, and the Clippers didn't really have a stretch today where they just decide to play insane defense for four minutes, and is it's impossible to score on them. But they can do that, and it it will happen if they play the Lakers in a playoff series. Yeah, and I, it, I feel like it's going to win them a game. I don't even really see the Clippers kind of have like a four-minute stretch in general where they just kind of locked in and, like, made yeah. a run. They had, like, a, they had an 8-0 run in, like, the second quarter, but it didn't it didn't come at the end of the game when they needed right. it. Yeah. And, like, they kind of, like, pulled back a couple times, but, like, it was just... 
I like I always felt like the Lakers were trying very very hard and they weren't getting a lead for like the first three quarters. Yeah, I, I yeah. Clippers would just kind of come down. And, like somebody would make a shot. Like Paul George had like two threes in a row that one time, and like Kawhi would just come down and like hit a tough fadeaway, and it's like stuff like that kept the Clippers in the game. But like it, it felt like the Lakers were in control the whole time, and, but it wasn't like showing on the scoreboard until the fourth. Yeah. I mean, when the going gets tough, I think Kawhi and LeBron can both sort of get to their spots. Kawhi likes to go to the elbow and short and shoot those sort of fadeaways and yeah. stuff where he's moving across the key. And then LeBron just either goes to a post-up or something around there. Um, yeah. But you, you were right yeah. about what you were talking about earlier with the Lakers shot creating thing where they only have a couple guys who can actually do it. Um, yeah. That's where you can turn to Paul George if you're the Clippers and... Paul George, Lou Williams, like you got options there. Mm-hmm. They got so many options. Yeah, the I mean the bench the bench scoring is the is an issue too if you're supporting the Lakers. Um, right, and I don't know how much that's going to matter in the playoffs. True, but I mean LeBron's going to need rest at some point. They weren't. They I will say this: the Lakers were not bad in the minutes that LeBron was resting. Yeah. There was a stretch where he he rested in the fourth, and they were up like six points, and they actually either they either kept the lead or they like extended it to eight points or something. And yeah, everyone everyone on Twitter was like was like, uh oh, Ron's coming out. Like it was it felt like those those Cavs Warriors finals where he would come out for two minutes and they'd be down twelve. Like, but um, they were they were they were able to like weather the storm a little bit with AD, but um. But again, like, how much is that sustainable? You know, I don't think it is. Yeah. Um. So anyway, moving on from that. Um. What else? Thoughts on uh, Kenny Atkinson? Um. Well, I mean, at first I was a little bit pissed off at the Nets, but then it seemed like Kenny wanted out too. So um, fair enough. Uh, I can't blame him for not wanting to coach to what are essentially divas in the league. Yeah. Um, and especially when he sort of, you know, built that team up with a lot of guys that are probably going to get phased out, it looks like, over this summer. Um, and I can see how that just would not have sat well with him. Um, I think he's getting out at the right time. He's probably going to end up on his feet anyways uh probably get a pretty good job yeah i would think he would get another job well i think i think uh, philly should hire him if if things go south for them this year yeah i don't know if he'd want that job true if he doesn't like the drama now then yeah <laughs> it's a good i don't know point. where he would like like maybe like indiana but like indiana seems pretty content with uh mcmillan, McMillan right now, right now? yeah it's, yeah Maybe like if Denver fires like Malone or something. I don't know. Um, right, but like, I also think like Malone's a pretty good coach. Yeah, it's, it's hard. It's, yeah, it's hard to find a fit for him. I think. I mean, yeah, like it's just, especially if he doesn't want to coach the Divas, then it's it's really tough. He probably doesn't uh, want to coach the Knicks either. Oh God, no! I don't think anybody wants to coach the Knicks. Um, um maybe Atlanta. Who's, who's Atlanta? I don't even know who Atlanta's coach. Oh, Lloyd Pierce? Yeah. 
Yeah, that might be. No, that's him, yeah. Well, did you see? I saw the thing today that said Kyrie prefers Tyron Lou as their coach. Right, and I was like, okay, like, have fun with that, I guess. He's, I mean, he has to be part of why this happened. But Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, like Kyrie was pushing. It's also interesting Very that hard. they started DeAndre Jordan today, right after yeah. he got fired. Yeah. That was part of the sort of KD Kyrie package deal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know the Nets. It's hard to draw any conclusions on them just because both of those guys are out. Yeah, they're gonna look so different next year. But like, I just don't know what KD's gonna look like. Like, I just don't. It, it, it's it's hard for me to believe that someone so lanky is gonna be able to come back and be like even eighty five percent of what he was. Like, I mean, you think about like what he did and it's like I, I don't see that going away like it's not like he was a super explosive guy that was like getting in the rim every time like his height didn't go away you know true like, he's still going to be able to like shoot over guys but yeah like the shooting is going to be different he'll be taking a lot of trailing threes I think if it, if it messes with his shot mechanics at all it will be a problem but right. I'm sure that's what oh, he's like, working on 24-7 so yeah so like if he has a full like he's gonna have a full year to recover that's why like i'm not worried about him having to change shooting mechanics or whatever like you know if he has to change like i I don't think his spot changes you know i think it's just whatever the mechanics behind the shot are that might okay yeah i would probably agree with you there um What about this uh, Giannis v. Hart versus Harden stuff, where they're kind of just going at each other now? And that was like weird, kind of out of nowhere. I thought like... it was weird, but I, I it's clear that Giannis started it, and I'm not yeah. sure why. Like he really didn't need to. Like he won MVP, dude. Like just take your trophy. Yeah, you, know? you won it, and you're gonna win it again. I don't understand if I would understand if you had come runner up last year to Harden and disagreed with it. Right. But, and then Harden goes on, wait, go ahead. No, I was going to say, like, I would have expected, like, Harden to maybe say something last year, but he never, I don't remember him saying anything. No, I don't think he did. The Rockets, like, team Twitter did, but, like, you know, who controls that? Yeah. Right. Um, Yeah, then Harden was like, Giannis' game doesn't require a lot of skill (laughs) in the interview. And then... uh, (laughs) Yeah, it's it's. I mean, maybe not as as much skill as Harden's does, but it's it's different. And like, I, I get where he's coming from. Yeah. And like, Giannis has a lot of physical advantages that like not a lot of dudes have. Um, but I mean, like, he also like worked really hard to like get that physical advantage. Yeah, it's like he was also so, born in Greece, where the I'm sure the basketball <laughs> infrastructure was not as good as wherever the hell Harden right. grew up. And so I don't know. Yeah, like you can't like the timing of like his blocks and like things like that. Like he still does incredible stuff. So yeah. I do see what Harden's saying. I would say if I had two sides, I would I would I would be on Harden's side a little bit on yeah, this man. debate because I think as much that, as I don't like him as a player, sometimes like for this, I'm definitely on. Yeah, I think the honest stuff is just weird. Like him talking about it and just like it's like who right. cares like. Like, why are you talking shit to somebody that, like, you have no reason to talk shit to? That's never, like, bothered you. 
Yeah. I don't get it either. Um, and then, like, he tried to take the, like, moral high ground after Harden responded. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. What did he say? I forget. Uh, I think he tried to, like, back it off. Like, oh, like, yeah, I won the MVP. I don't really need to talk. or something like that. Yeah. It was weird because it was like, dude, like, you've been talking. It was like, you like, just talked. Like, like yeah, come on. Like, yeah, I would have respected it more if it was just like, yeah, like, I did say it. Like, you know, like, go with it, you know? Like, you've already said it. Just back it up. And he is. So, like, you're fine. Well, um, I know we don't talk about this a lot because I've, I've, I've held it in until now. But... Yeah. Have you watched some of these Zion games? I have not seen a full Zion game, but, like, I've seen some of these clips. I have seen Zoe to Zion so many times on my feed. <laughs> are, you, are you sold on Zion yet? I'm getting sold on Zion. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm halfway through the purchase, dude. He, I mean, the, the... I mean, we all knew it, but, like... Just to see, just to see, like these countless examples where he's just out jumping everybody. Yeah. It seems like it seems like every game he's it's like it's not like crazy numbers, but he'll score like twenty points and he shoots like he shoots like eight for eleven. Right. It's just it's just it's just like six of these shots are dunks and. <laughs> and like I know like teams are gonna figure it out at some point, but like. There's some things you can't figure out, and like him just jumping way higher than everybody else on the floor is something you can't figure well, out. Well, so many of his baskets come from like his like second leap thing, and it's just like it's hard to overcome. I really hope yeah. I really hope they can make the playoffs. I don't. I I my expectations have kind of tempered though. You don't think they'll make the playoffs? I, Memphis has a really hard schedule, but the Kings are also ahead of us now. Yeah. And like the Kings, kind of being better lately, it's been something out of nowhere that I have not enjoyed. So, um, um, plus, like you would have had to get past uh, Memphis, anyways. And I think Memphis is quite a bit ahead right now. Right? Yeah, we're, we're four games back of Memphis. We're only okay. we're only a half game back of the Kings, but well, Memphis is the hardest schedule in the league remaining, and we have one of the easiest. And the, oh, okay. yeah, so that's. That's something, but right. But now you also factor in like Portland and you yeah. and the Kings. The King, and the Kings is a little more worrisome to me, honestly. Than Portland is. Than the than even Memphis is because Memphis yeah. Memphis is just brutal schedule. Right. Um. Yeah, I, I that kind of scares me. I don't know. Well, the 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 seating the seating in the west in the west as a whole, like come down the stretch is interesting because like you've got like these are the win totals for you got the Lakers at forty nine they're far and away, but then you've got Clippers at forty three wins, Denver at forty two, the Jazz at forty one, Thunder at forty, Houston at thirty nine, Mavericks at thirty nine. Yeah. So like shit could happen. <laughs> like it's not out of the question that like Houston could move all the way up to the three seed and like the jazz could plummet to seventh or something like right. the East is a little more spread out for this stuff. Not by I much, mean, not by like, much, but I, I two to, yeah, two to four is still close. 
Yeah, the the Heat the Heat there was that dream for a while that they would get the two seed, but it uh, four games back. I think it's three seed is a little bit more realistic for them. The Sixers need to stay exactly where they are. <laughs> yeah. Just hope just hope for the Celtics matchup and they'll be fine, I think. <laughs> unless unless Tice takes a leap. I love Tice, by the way. You love Tice. He's very. He was very good. He was really good in that Lakers game. Um, yeah. All right. You got. You got anything else? Um. Not really. I mean, I just saw that Washington is like now the nine in the East. Yeah. Like kind of out of nowhere. I guess I just haven't really been following because they're still like five and a half games back in the eighties. Uh, it doesn't really matter, but like. Yeah. That's, Good for Beal, I guess. Beal is... Uh, the stuff about Beal is weird, because people, like, feel sorry for him, but then also it's like, he did sign the contract, like... He did want the money. <laughs> yeah, he he was prioritizing the money, so I I don't know how I feel about that one. I can't, can't blame the man for wanting the money. Yeah. Uh, He's got to wait till John Wall gets back. It's been, like, four years. Brutal. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, what, what happened to him? Like, I, I don't know where he is. Oh, I, 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 I forgot what his injury was. Yeah, like I don't I, even I don't know. know. I'm assuming it's some knee thing, but like, I, probably. Who knows? It's been so long. Like, I don't even know if it's like the same injury as like a year ago. Or, like, if he re-injured it, or, like, what's the deal? Like, I, no one really knows. I don't even. I couldn't even tell you if he played in the game last season. I don't, like, remember him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, the last time I remember him playing was when LeBron was still on the Cavs and, like, the, the they blew this, yeah. like, fourth quarter lead in, like, and his first game back like, yeah. or something. Yeah. And that's not good. Like, I feel like I should have more memories. That was over two years ago. So. Yeah. I, I, I don't think... I just like, generally don't have that many memories of like the Wizards. I don't think I've seen a full game of theirs this year. Oh, I oh, absolutely not. There, there are there are like six teams that I haven't seen a full game. Well, I've seen the Knicks full game because they played the Suns twice. Um, so I had to sit through that. That is brutal. Yeah, uh, that Rockets game they had was fun, but. Um, I didn't. I didn't see that game, unfortunately. Few and far between. Yeah. Um, the Spurs are. Yeah, I don't, the Spurs are kind of there. They just need to shake up know. their roster and try something else. Cause yeah, like move on. The DeRozan combo is just not DeRozan Aldridge combo is just. It's not the way of the future. Yeah. Let's put it that way. It's funny because my, my dad's been hitting on DeRozan for a while. <laughs> um, but he will he will be very much vindicated whenever <laughs> whenever he leaves. So. <laughs> okay. Um, all right, man. I think you're good. All right. Well, have fun watching basketball. Yeah, you too. Watch Steph play. Yeah. Oh, I should. I should. There's a surprise, right? Yeah, I know. I don't, I, I don't get it either, but whatever. Why not? I, I just, I mean, like, I guess if he wants to, he wants to. Like, I, I respect it. Yeah, I, I just don't. 
in terms of this season, like if they're trying to get the, I feel like if they got the number one pick, they could swing it for something. Oh yeah, really good, and like they would be right back where they were two years ago. Mm-hmm. So, like their core is still there and very much still like young enough. I do think Draymond has has tapered off a lot, but he, yeah, I think Clay and Steph is like what really matters, and I think so. If you believe like, in the development of Wiggins, then I don't. I think Wiggins. I don't either. I'm not gonna lie, but hey, maybe they go get Towns. Who knows? Maybe they go get Giannis. Can you imagine? Giannis or Towns? I mean, I think they'd rather have Giannis. But like, well, so would I. But what what were you saying? Yeah. Can you imagine? Oh, because uh, Dilo got yeah, to, yeah. to play with his friend, and then yeah, if, like Towns goes somewhere else, like that would be terrible for Dilo. Um. Yeah, your team will be led by the injured Kelly Oubre. Oh, God. That, that broke my heart a little bit. I that was like, sad. Yeah, he was having a good year. Yeah. I always liked him on the Wizards. He's a feisty little player. He is a feisty little player. And his dogs are something else. Yeah, no, he's athletic. He's a good guy. Yeah. All right. I think that's all we have for y'all today. Yeah, we're rambling now. Good night and good luck.